so if you have your bible take with me your bible or your mobile phone lift it up way up and you say this after me lord influence me this morning so jesus this morning i pray the power of the holy spirit will encounter and speak to us in jesus name amen just couple of announcements this um, uh, wednesday there's going to be life group and thursday i'll be leaving god willing to germany i'm i'm actually doing a wedding on the following sunday there and then uh, i'll be also god willing visiting two more countries one is qatar and another one is san marino san marino is a small landlocked country and uh, i'll be sharing the love of jesus in those places and uh, please keep me in your prayers and uh, the king of glory will visit in that place i was just thinking this morning i was asking the lord lord we're going to have a communion and every time when we take communion it's kind of connected to a religious thing you know we go and we we kind of give the word and you know break the bread and and share the uh, grape juice and then we pray and then it's kind of like every once a month or twice a month and we think this is like a religious ritual but i was thinking why we in christianity follow this kind of patterns there are some traditions we do in this following jesus one is taking part in the communion number 2 we do baptism baptism going into the water coming out baptism basically does not save you it tells the world you are saved that's why we take baptism so it it's actually like wearing a wedding that's not my wedding ring this is my wedding ring and it just tells the world that i am married that i am taken so i'm not available that's what it says but this does not mean i will keep my marriage honorable what keeps my marriage honorable is my commitment to my dear wife so this is just a wedding ring but the marriage is for a lifetime so we know this but i was thinking how well we know about this communion why we do this what is the reason behind jesus said jesus made some radical statement he said i am the way the truth and the life that's a radical statement jesus said you can never enter heaven without me he made a radical claim he another statement he said which is another freaky one it's almost looks like cannibalism he said unless you drink my blood and eat my flesh you cannot partake in the kingdom if you look at it and if you are a vegetarian like my friend abhishek and my grandfather also balasubramaniam and uh, he uh, they will think like so all of a sudden now i have to eat not just chicken mutton egg now i have to eat the body of jesus what the heck is that so these kind of statements make someone feel like this is weird what is this what kind of religion that ask a founder of the religion's body to be eaten of course he is talking figuratively but also he was talking something prophetically see every time when jesus makes a statement that is so radical there are two things involved one is figurative speech prophetical claim so when you do something prophetically it does something in your spirit so most of the time what we do on the outside reflects what we believe on inside you get my point what we believe on inside has to be translated and expressed in such a way that outside it has to have a some metaphorical uh, identity so that people can look at it and say yes this is what it means that i believe this inside that's why people take tattoos for example they go and take tattoos and they will show the tattoo my wife also have a tattoo 
I mean, I'm just kidding. Don't worry. <laughs> but this is, the, this is the thing like people take tattoos and I have no problem in people taking tattoos. But the tattoos are basically an expression of what's going on inside. They go and do a little bird flying out of the cage. And when you ask them what's going on, they will say, it's because uh, I was so bounded and I felt I am free now. So I'm, I'm expressing it, you know. And that's why we have bumper car stickers, you know. Jesus is coming soon. My presence will go before you. All those things, it's the expression of what's going on inside. That's what Jesus says. I am the way, truth and life. And if you want to come and follow the kingdom. By the way, Jesus never started a religion. In fact, the greatest opposition for Jesus was the religious people. And who crucified Jesus? It was the religious people. In fact, Jesus all the time he said against religion. The number one person he targeted was the religious people. So let's get to the subject. What happens... By following Jesus. By the way, let's ask this way question. Why we believe in Jesus? Isaiah 61, 700 years ago, he gives us this beautiful prophecy. By the way, Isaiah was a contemporary along with Jeremiah. And these guys were prophesying before Jesus came. 700 years before Jesus came. And these guys were under the time when this king called Manasseh, I don't know whether you guys know the history, the Manasseh was one of the evil king. You know, if you think Hitler is evil, he was on steroids. More evil than that. He was killing rights, left and center. In fact, you know how Isaiah died? Isaiah hid himself under the bark of a tree inside. And Manasseh saw him hiding there. He said, go and cut the entire tree. He was sawed enough. That's why Hebrews records in 11, he says, some people for the name of Jesus, they were sawed. So Isaiah didn't die a peaceful death. You know, nowadays, he was the number one apostle. Apostle means it's not just the name. You know, nowadays everybody calls themselves apostles. I call them Dubakurs, actually. <laughs> anyway, that's the Tamil uh, way of calling apostle. <laughs> So, if anybody calls themselves apostle, I am a little bit put break, you know. So, so many apostles, so many right reverend, left reverend, center reverend, all those nonsense came after the religion kicked in. When these guys were there, they were living a radical life. They were sharing the gospel, they were preaching the kingdom and they were sharing basically the love of Jesus. So, Isaiah 61, it's a passage we are not going to go because of lack of time, but I would encourage you, please go Google it. Read that Isaiah 61 if you don't have a Bible. If you have a Bible, read it. It's a fabulous thing. I just want to share five things in what Jesus first do in, in restoring us. And then we'll go into the benefits of following Jesus. And then we'll take in the communion. So the five main ministry of Jesus recorded in Isaiah 61. The first thing he does, he says, I am here to bring salvation. And by the way, what is salvation? Salvation basically tells our life can never be be fulfilling the original purpose that God has for us without the one who created us. That's called salvation. Salvation is not turning your behavioral modification. Salvation is internal heart transformation. Are you getting my point? Salvation is not behavioral modification. I was raised in a Pentecostal family. My mom is here. We, on Sundays, we used to dress differently. White and white we used to wear. And we, we have prepared ourselves in such a way that we go in before expectant heart because this is how we are called to go. You get my point? That's 
religious outworking but what happens in salvation is not behavioral modification it's internal heart transformation that's why jesus says the spirit of the lord is upon me is anointed me to preach the good news what is the good news you and me are not a mess and stuck in one religious rut you are called to live and co-reign with christ so that you can be a blessing that's the first message that's why jesus came that's why he even died on the cross no founder has died on the on for their followers all the time jesus says i am here because you needed a restoration in your life second one is spirit baptism what is that spirit baptism jesus this is very important jesus says i need to go when i go i'm going to send my spirit upon you is called the holy spirit we call them in greek parakletos what does that mean he says i'm going to go i'm going to get my spirit so jesus on the earth when he lived 3 and 1/2 years jesus was limited for example jesus is talking to abishek he cannot at the same time talk to angeline why because he was on the flesh he was limited but he said i'm going to go wait i'm going to give my spirit upon you which is called holy spirit and he said when you receive that i will be not limited i will be unlimited so holy spirit the best definition of holy spirit is what jesus unlimited hello is it easy to understand say this after me holy spirit is jesus unlimited that's it so everywhere you go jesus is there with you why because the spirit of jesus and again there are two kinds of impartation of the holy spirit 1 john 2:26 says that holy spirit in us guides us how we should walk and do things that's for your benefit but then in isaiah 61 it talks the holy spirit that comes upon us that's for the benefit of others say this after me the spirit in me is for my comfort the spirit that comes upon me is for the blessing of others that's why we have a confusion in the christianity again we have to dissect this little bit and in the christianity it says oh you don't have holy spirit if you don't speak in tongues you don't have holy spirit that's wrong it's not in the bible it's the religion that put that that controlling thing again by the way religion controls kingdom empowers religion controls kingdom empowers religion always puts controls why because the goal of religion is never make you to become like the chief the goal of religion is to control and subdue you but the goal of the kingdom is to empower you and mature you to become like jesus that's why the number one goal of your life and my life is to become like jesus amen come on you can say amen i'm preaching good amen all right <laughs> sorry i have to encourage myself in the lord okay number 3 are you guys okay we are running a little bit faster because i need to get to the point this is all still a backdrop number 3 the third ministry jesus does is healing physical healing god is interested in bringing physical healing that's one of the reasons jesus said you are called to do these four things cast the demon raise the dead heal the sick cleanse the lepers oh lord i am a pastor okay cast the demon cleanse the lepers heal the sick let the blind will see oh i am a teacher okay fine you can teach let's do this four cast the demon heal the sick cleanse the lepers and uh, here let the blind see 
this is why we think this after i think in the ad 6160 there was a greek dichotomy happened during the time the early constantine time he became a christian and he wanted to monopolize the entire uh, continent with his own religious power so he took every greek priest and he turned into forceful baptism he named them that's why we call you know uh, suddenly all those hindu names turned into christian names or the pagan names become a christian names he monopolized it he just sent everybody and he became a state religion and what he did he said sunday because the greeks were worshiping sun god he said we have to create something a day for worship he said okay let's create sunday as a worship day actually in the early church they were not worshiping on sunday do you know that hello in fact the jews the way they think the day starts for them in the evening hello this may shock you if you read genesis it says in the beginning god created heavens and earth and then it says let there be light and there was evening and day morning so he actually starts the evening that's why the sabbath when people take they take the sabbath in the evening what does that mean they are starting in the presence of god they are starting hanging in the presence of god we twisted it around this is the fall of the religion right now if you look at it we say okay sunday is more holier that's the greek dichotomy sunday i have to be there monday i don't care jesus da you know holy holy job means pastor i'm just a nurse i'm just a doctor no god has called us if you read first timothy it says you are a royal priesthood chosen generation amen say this after me whatever i am called to do is what god has assigned for me to do my work is holy your work is holy my job is holy because that's what god has called us he said he gave us a garden he said be fruitful and multiply he didn't say he gave us a garden he said build a church and then on sunday i will come and meet with you no he said build and i will be there so the healing part is one of the essential thing god wants to bring healing in the physical body if we don't as christians see an example in that god is not going to be glorified so that's why every time i'm praying that the king of glory will visit people you know one day this vellur hospital will encounter that revival amen third one is healing the fourth one is deliverance he said he called to set the captives free what is deliverance deliverance is setting people free from the bondages of the enemy that paid that laid on them deliverance delivered people needs to walk in freedom lot of people are stuck in one place they don't know where they want to go they don't know whom they have to get married they don't know how they're going to live they have no clue what people did in their life it's all messed up it's so tangled up they are living in darkness that's why god says i am the light of the world and then he says you are the light of the world that means the glory of the light and the purpose of the light is not to expose people nakedness the glory of the light and the purpose of the light is so that you will be example for others people will when you walk into the room people can see clearly people can think clearly because the glory of the lord is upon you and by the way glory means it's not a smoke mission from michael jackson movie it means the culture of god the mind of god every day we need the mind of god that's why paul says 
thank God I have the mind of Christ. Can we do that every time? God, give me that mind. I need to talk to these guys. I don't know how I'm going to talk. I need to solve this problem. I don't know how I'm going to do this. I need to meet these people who don't know, believe in Jesus. How can I do this? Give me the mind of Christ. Amen? So the fourth one is the deliverance area. And if you are not delivered, we can't be a witness. That's why I always say, if we in the church are depressed, busted, broken, we have zero authority in the world. That's why the first deliverance starts here. There is no room. I pray every single time when I pray for Papa's house, anyone who walked in, even once, I say, God, remove the spirit of depression out from their life. Because if we are depressed, how can we go and share the love of Jesus? Say this after me. In my life, no more depression. I am a free person. In Christ, I am more than a conqueror. This is what God wants to do. He wants to set you free. Once you are set free, you can go and light the world. You can go and tell the world. You know the problem why? We don't go and tell the world. We still are bound with stuff. But I want to prophesy over you. This year, 2018, as we started, the Holy Spirit said, this is going to be a year of supernatural glory. And he said one more thing from Joel. My people will never be ashamed. Hold the person next to your hand. And they say, you will be never be ashamed. You will never go through shame. Even the circumstances can come like that. But the king of glory is going to be rising upon you. Amen. Okay, number five. Last but not the least, then we'll get to the main subject. Number five, emotional healing. These are the five things, emotional healing. Salvation, spirit baptism, Holy Spirit baptism. Number three, healing. Number four, deliverance. And number five, emotional healing. God wants us to be emotionally well. You know, this is a relationship. You know, this. that's why I want to encourage you, don't think angels are there so you can serve the angels. Angels are, to, are there to serve you. Do you know something? Angels don't have a soul. Angels cannot love. Angels cannot eat. Do you know that? Angels don't have a soul. What makes you and me different? Why God said you and me made our in, in his image? Because of the soul. What is the soul? Whatever you want to think, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to feel. That's what mind, emotions and the will. This is what makes you a soul. This is what makes you a person. Angels don't have. Read 103 of Psalms and the last two verses. God says, angels are commanded to do what he has commanded. So Jesus commands, Father commands, angels do it. They cannot feel anything. They don't know what is love. They don't know what is hate. They just sow. Imagine if that is the case for us. We will be called robots. That's why God said, you and me are created in my image. That means you can feel the feelings of God. You walk down the streets, there is a girl down there, a six-year-old begging for food. There is a girl in front of CMC Outgate, uh, always a girl carrying a little one on her shoulder, always beg money. And I will buy them idli or whatever when I am passing through, give them and I say, Jesus loves you. And one day I said, stopped and me and my wife, hey, can you give that girl to us? We will raise her. No, 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 no. We cannot because we found out that's the chess piece that she needs to make the money. And she makes good money, 600, 700 rupees per day. <laughs> I mean, th that's a good pay. If you look at 30 days, that comes, I thought, man, <laughs> that's like, th this is like, wow, this is a good job for them. But this is the thing. 
people in this level they don't want to be emotionally healed why because they still want to enjoy the self pity god wants to bring emotional healing in the church you will be an example you will go through same way so many crises so many relationship challenges so many opposition so many criticism so many disappointments betrayal backstabbing you know backbiting gossip we don't call it gossip we call it prayer request all those things can happen but still you are emotionally healed amen this is what jesus came to do these five things do you remember these five things what is the number one salvation number two come on holy spirit baptism number 3 healing number 4 deliverance number 5 emotional healing again this is what jesus said if you eat my body if you drink my blood you can take life that's why he said enemy comes to steal kill and destroy i have come to give you life life in abundance go through this list again and you will see all these five things salvation what is salvation against death so you will live what is spirit baptism so you have limited now god gives you spirit unlimited that's life hello healing that means you are not sick against death are you getting deliverance what does that mean you are not in bondage you are free again life what is emotional healing so you are no more depressed constipated christian no you are free life that's why he said when i give you life it's not going to be thoda it's going to be humongous that it's going to be abundant you have no way to measure and the best way to say the definition of my life is called eternal why because you can never measure it you are temporary you are you are limited and how can a limited temporary being can measure that is not limited but eternal it's impossible that's why when he said i am the way truth and life and he said something even more radical he said i am the same yesterday today and forever what does that mean jesus is not limited to the time when god created us he created the world he created time and he created man and put him inside the time and he was outside the time so you look at the man who went through yesterday's challenge going through today's challenges going going to be going through tomorrow's challenges he says i created you in my image and if you lean on me you can come and be seated in the heavenly that's what colossians 1 2 says you will be seated next so you can look the way that i see things it's the same yesterday today and forever what a beautiful perspective god gives sometimes we are so focused on a nitty gritty stuff and we think like oh this is never going to help you know the nasa guys they found out the entire known universe our known universe is the size of the entire north american continent that from alaska all the way where is close to that border of russia all the way down to south america where you will see the mexico border meets belize and honduras if you look at the map okay that's the entire size of the known universe guess where our solar system is what is the size of our solar system is the size of a 1 rupee coin in the entire known universe not the map i'm talking about the entire known universe the size of our solar system you know solar system earth mercury mars all those thing and we are not even the center of the solar system 
we will be dying vellur probably is but that's during the summer but <laughs> you you get my point we are just a tiny blip in the face of radar in that a small quarter a small 1 rupee coin that's how we are in that is a place called earth and in the earth there are three fourth water only one is land in that land india in that is tamil nadu in that is vellur on that is seven spice millennium hello and if you are saying it's my property this is my challenge this is you know have you been on the plane where the one guy always wants to take the harm rest hello you look very holy to me probably it's for me that message and you all wants to pulse that and you are waiting that guy who lifted up <clears throat> hallelujah god will be looking at it and like thinking the blip on that is one of those thing i don't even know how to calculate it and then on that tiny little thing you are flying for 2 hours and then you are holding it you you want to scratch but you are like i am not going to leave this space that's why david says what are we that you should think about us and you should send your love to us that's why david got overwhelmed he got into a glimpse of the eternity and he saw like man we are nothing compared to what you did and and the bible adds so much humor he said he created the stars too and still people are counting the stars and he named the stars too can you tell me 10 phone numbers that you remember before the smartphone came you were smart and i was smart right you remember all the phone numbers i i still remember the first girlfriend's phone number not all of it but partially but they, you know you have to remember all those things because you can write it down my mom will find whose number is this you will be going through dances you know saturday you know but so you got to put it here so that nobody knows but now you have the system record it hello you look very holy to me eh? you have nothing what i have gone through okay anyway let's get to the subject okay this is what i want to share here we have the beautiful representation of jesus body okay my wife baked the bread i washed my hands okay my wife baked the bread this morning This is the body of Jesus. It's a and this is a Kisan juice. So Kisan means farmer. Farmer's grape juice. It's representing the blood of Jesus. Why we take this? Why should we take this? What is the meaning of Jesus to me? I want to share with you four basic reasons. Three basic reasons and one attitude we should approach actually we need to take. The first one. This body represents the person who gave this his name is jesus what is the name of jesus for me the name of jesus for me gives me my identity i am lost without him i can never find my way back to the source this jesus this body gives me my identity i will give you some scriptures we will read we don't have anything on the screen sorry because i prepared another sermon this morning holy spirit collapsed it <clears throat> it was true i prepared we prepared 3 days ago a sermon very nice presentation this morning i was on my knees he said he is not you want to talk that one okay 
Philippians chapter 2 verse 9 if you have a bible turn with me it says therefore god exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name that the name of jesus every knee should bow in heaven on earth and under the earth and every tongue confess that jesus christ is the lord to the glory of the father the greatest weapon the greatest identity that we have in this world you and me are no more orphans we are part of a family that's why religion in papa's house we don't have membership i never mentioned the word membership if you may if you have to sit with me if uh, you know those who are with close with me i never mentioned the word membership why member is for institution this is a house we always say one of our sons in papa's house or one of our daughters from papa's house you come here you sat here once twice that's how we see we are all together and i never encouraged anyone to call me pastor why because it's not an institution i say if i'm a little bit older though i don't look older i i am 22 or 23 but you can call me anna or brother fine you know why because we are all family that's how we got to grow and we are deliberately going against that religious system why because i don't want to be another 2 3 years called reverend right reverend apostle you know bishop and then then you put the chef hat like ratatouille anyway <clears throat> so the name of jesus you and me part of a family say this after me i am not an orphan i am part of a family my big brother jesus paid it all amen that's why we have this this is why he said i have given this body to you who and you eat it what does that mean when you take part it you believe what jesus did he paid for all your sins what is sin by the way sin is not about what you didn't do what you didn't do what you did no sin is missing the mark sin is not even a religious word sin is actually an archaeological word where you take an arrow and hit it and if you miss that mark it's called sin we miss the mark our default setting is we miss the mark Christ restored us. Amen. Isn't it beautiful? Name of Jesus. Now I have the identity. My last name, I'm no more an orphan. I my last name is Jesus. Number 2. Guys, are you excited? I am excited more than you. Because this is good news. Number 2, Jesus said, "Okay, this is my body and this is my blood." What does this blood means? this blood is not just some ritual we go there and we say oh, you know all those you know, people will be like oh, oh, you know suddenly feel like they got you know 120 degrees or something they're like oh, take paracetamol for that not for this you know this is not like that what is the blood of jesus let me tell you i'm not being sacrilegious please hear my heart blood of jesus this blood is our insurance policy it's our security nothing can stand before the blood of jesus why because this body has a name his name is jesus that name is above all name that means every other name comes under that name right so you are on the top and jesus says to climb up of the top you need to be washed you need to be cleansed you need to have 
a new identity so you come up i'm going how are you going to come up not by your works you can pray you can you can do all gymnastics nothing is going to set you free what i have done on the cross my finished work you believe that's why bible says when you believe you will see the glory of the lord so he says when you believe what i did my finished work on the cross you which is paying the blood you will be seated next to me and you will see the glory of the lord what does that mean my mind i will put it to you wow this is fabulous news now what does this mean for me i become a son and daughter because of his blood that's covered me now my new identity is christ my new security is his blood these are the two things everyone goes through in life identity security these are the two challenges we always go through who i am who's going to protect me that's why we do status came because of protection we are don't want to be pauper we don't want to be stuck in the world so we want to grow up we want to make sure that we have a right status right salary we meet the right person so that we can show off having good doing good being good these are the things we strive for jesus says my blood paid it all security say the best insurance policy i have is the blood of jesus come on say this one more time you don't mean it when you say it you say it as you mean it the best insurance policy i have blood of jesus 1 john 17 says as we walk in the light listen this scripture is fabulous as we walk in the light as he is in the light we are fellowship with one another and the blood of jesus his son purifies us from all sin okay this verse has a condition on it as we walk in the light that means as i accepted my identity in him as i accepted look at this verse again 1 john 17 as i walk in the light he is in the light what does it mean when you come in appreciation with the word that god has said over you he is in the light that means god never empowers a lie hello you can pray but if you are praying over a lie god will never answer are you understanding what i'm saying as we are in the light that means what he has done the finished work of the cross as i am walking in the light he is in the light what happens what is a sign of that the blood of jesus cleanses us that means whatever attack may come still i am insulated by the blood of jesus cleanses from all sin what is a sin missing the original design you get it understanding this divine john writes this as i am walking that's why our transgender relationship is so connected to our horizontal relationship every time when we connect when we say i love god and then hmm, whatever what do we mean we are actually going against this verse as we walk in the light as we hold on as we say you are different but you are not crazy but you may be doing things differently you see we kind of always judge people based on what the externals are doing but we don't go into the deep inside and ask that question that's why this verse says as we walk in the light that means i am together yes dr shakina can be different than me but we are one in christ because the blood of jesus has paid the price she may worship the lord differently some people jump up and down some people are quiet some people are crying some people roll on the floor some people are expressive in their ways of 
through their body whatever it is but we are walking in the light the same jesus lives inside of me then what happens the assurance of that christ blood covers us from all sin that means we won't be distracted and far away from go away from the original design one more scripture ephesians 2:13 mark it down you can read it later i will read it for you now in christ jesus you are once far away has been brought near by the blood of christ so in christ jesus you are once by in christ you are once far away now you are brought in what does that mean now this is why it's called family cs lewis says this beautifully he says when i arrived first to christianity i came by kicking and screaming when i arrived i think it's in the book mere christianity he says this when i arrived to this i thought christianity is a place then i later understood christianity is not a place it's an encounter with a person wow isn't it beautiful it says here now you are far away what does it mean you miss the mark you are going everywhere you are trying to fix your life by yourself but in christ when you come inside that the blood has brought you inside the covering this is the same blood in the old testament they paid it on the door post and they said those who are under the blood and the historians agree even the non christian egyptian historians records this even some of them went under their house of a hebrew slave the owners their kids were saved why because the blood of jesus he tells you that it does not matter where you come from but under the blood there is a protection say this after me in jesus name i found my identity in the by the blood of jesus i found my security number 3 one more thing and then we will pray one more thing okay so who is jesus jesus is the word that's what john 1 says uh, in the beginning there was word word was with god and god was word so jesus every time when he uses anything to create he uses words he looked at the man who was crippled he said your sins will be forgiven get up and walk okay in the beginning god also used words there was chaos that's why words can either bring life or death that's why god says the power god has given us the most important power is what tongue with that you can curse or you can bless so in the beginning god used words to create and god used the humongous word and the word in the greek means idea and one of the greatest idea of god is what jesus hello and jesus said i am the light of the world so what does it mean jesus is the ultimate idea of god and god said you you want to come to me come through this idea what does it mean every person who lives in this world finds their authority in that greatest idea the idea is jesus every other idea will fall i'll give you scriptures it's not my own little thing isaiah chapter 40 verse 8 the grass withers write it down isaiah 40 verse 8 the grass withers and the flowers fall but the word of god endures forever Luke 11:28 11:28 of Luke it says blessed rather are those who hear the word of god and obey it what is faith faith comes by 
hearing hearing the word of god what is the word jesus hello so you receive jesus by how not like mm, i feel mm. partially emotions are there but it's not the feeling if you just go only with the feeling there will be one day you will feel mm, mm, jesus is not there you will go it's more than the feeling you go one step above than the feeling in the center of a soul you have a soul right everybody has a soul what is a soul emotions will power and then feelings you know what is the center part of the soul is the will power the will power is the one that drives the soul that's why bible says with all of your mind all of your heart worship the lord what is that hall means that's the will you take all your emotions all your mind and put it hello kapish one more verse it's going to get better okay look here this one is even more amazing proverbs 35 it says the every word of god is flawless he is a shield to take refuge in him what is a shield go to ephesians 6:17 it says you have the helmet of salvation and a shield of faith so what does that mean that shield actually gives you protection from the darts of the enemy that comes against you so if anyone says oh abhishek oh james oh divya you have the shield what is the shield the faith that faith is the one that you stand behind it are you getting my point what is the third one first jesus said i am the i am the one i am the bread through that we find our identity he said you want to be seated next to me take my insurance policy this is the blood of jesus that's my security now you are seated you believe what he did now you are having the mind of christ now how are you going to walk in this world listen write it down if you're taking notes enemy does not care about your opinions but enemy is scared about god's word enemy does not care about your opinion but enemy is scared about god's opinion that's why every single time when jesus was encountered enemy tried to use the same word he countered it with the word of god what is the word of god for us write this if you taking notes it is my authority word of god is my authority the name of jesus my identity the blood of jesus my security the word of god is my authority this is what we call communion amen that's why paul says i think in first corinthians he says when you take this examine yourself have you heard that word examine what does it examine means oh saturday what are the movies i watched uh, what did i see what did i curse did i do something wrong okay i sorry lord sorry lord who take this no that's not what it means examine yourself means what he did on the cross wow for me for me the messed up broken vessel for me the one that is so desperate that lost in this world beaten down run down by enemy run down by the opinions of the world run down by my own opinions he says i have given my body to you this is for you you don't have to live alone you have my identity you don't need to worry about your future you have my security and you don't need to worry about what people going to say i have already spoken things about your life that's your authority wow 
how are we going to approach the only way to approach is approach with thankfulness that's our attitude say god i thank you i thank you i thank you for what you did i thank you for what you did on the cross i thank you for setting me free i thank you for turning me away from religious spirit into a place to know there is a king who endorses his citizens and empowers his citizens to rule with him wow thank you thank you this should be the approach you and me should take that's why paul says if everyone who takes because those people who are thinking this is like hungry because they are pagan no pagan culture this corinthians is not the you know the original culture they are they are pagan world they were eating all the stuff they were sometimes people fighting he said hey if you are hungry go eat at home which is what we going to go after this we going to eat at home papa's house we have a wonderful biryani so that's different but if you are eating this hey take this remember what i did on the cross examine yourself examine wow i was lost god i didn't have zero authority in my life everybody said some some nonsense i know now your word is all the way prevails i'll read one more scripture and then we will have a time prayer first peter 123 first peter 123 for you have been born again not of the perishable seed but of the imperishable through the living enduring word of god what is this word living enduring every word that man speaks is not living it's going to die one day we all have an expiry date everything we carry got a guarantee except us hello we all have an expiry date it's we can look at our things and look at expiry date at the back i don't know if we can look at our back and see an expiry date but we have an expiry date but the word god says the word that i have given you it's imperishable that means it's got the longest shelf life ever through living and enduring word of god what is enduring means it has gone through so much test it still stands the same wow i i, I would love to hold on to that than the temporary things people will say i will do this i will help you i will send you this i will support you i will be there for you call me when you need me hello when they need statement right people sometimes when they are going through so much problem you go and tell them call me when you need me that's the dumbest statement ever a person can make why because they are already broken you don't go and say call me when you need me no you go there and what jesus did you go and shared he looked at lazarus he died the sisters are crying he did a one ministry call ministry of presence many people don't do that he stood there he cried with them he didn't say what oh, nonsense you are crying look at me i'm going to do and didn't pull that stone away like a spider man he didn't do all those nonsense he cried with them he he moaned with them he's like wow i know the pain and then with a loud voice he said lazarus come out because if you would have said come out everybody would have come out because this word he's got full of authority right so you have to be very careful lazarus please come out because the rest of you keep sleeping i'm coming and taking care of you later <laughs> hello that's why the ministry of presence if somebody is hurting don't go and say oh don't make this one size fits all tailor made generic statements oh god is going to take care of you 
then who are you then just cry with them moan with them and don't say call me when you need me no go and give them flowers make one cake and go and bless them be there for them say how can i pray for you can i come and visit you can i come and bless you ask questions that will show that you are really interested rather than yeah i'm sorry the lord will take care of you that's what the bible says the same way you measure it will be measured back to you guys we're going to take this beautiful communion okay i never preached a communion sermon like this i felt in my heart to share this that's why i'm sharing this i believe we're going to come here examine yourself everyone here what does this mean to you the blood what does this mean to you the body of christ he paid everything on the cross so that i no need to live alone orphan i am a son and daughter of the most high the blood has cleansed me completely i am full of secure love i no need to perform you know orphans performs only the orphan spirit performs why they have to prove it to someone now i have the blood completely covered this is my security wow the one that did this said my word will endure and he said you are seated next to me his word is my authority my identity my security my authority what is my attitude lord i don't deserve this but i thank you